Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbaum. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 6.30 Shed. have just hit the ice. Some of the injured players, including Connor McDavid, uh, were out there a little bit earlier on uh, getting some work uh, done. Chris Russell as well. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers coming off a hard-fought 2-1 overtime loss against the best team in the NHL last night, the Boston Bruins. The Oilers playing with a $30 million in the lineup, and they found a way to get a point. 3-1-1 without the world's best player in the lineup. The Edmonton Oilers are 12-4-3 now in their last 19 games. We are, uh, let's see, today's Thursday. The trade deadline is Monday. It's so four days away from the NHL trade deadline. Uh, we will hear from Edmonton Oilers uh, President of Hockey Operations and General Manager Ken Holland coming up at probably between 12.15 to 12.18. He's just wrapping up an availability downstairs. So we're a little bit at the mercy of Ken, but this is Oilers now and uh, Ken's other commitments. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Again, we're at Rogers Place. Tomorrow it's the Minnesota Wild. They're completely healthy. Uh, They're on the outside looking in. They've already traded away Jason Zucker. 
but they got a deep hockey club when they can, at this time of the year the teams that are healthy have got a significant advantage so be another tough challenge there are tickets available check out edmontonoilers.com for more information besides Ken Holland, who again sometime in the first hour of the show will join us. Uh, Louis DeBras from NHL Hockey and Rogers, who had a special moment last night with his son Jake. Uh, Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack uh, will be on the show today at uh, 105. So Brian Burke will be uh, sliding in here in the second hour of Oilers now. And Ian Herbers, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears, they play their uh, Canada West uh, semifinal series this weekend at home against UBC at Clare Drake Arena Friday and Saturday, Sunday, if necessary. If Alberta wins that series, they go to the national uh, championship. Uh, but we are going to uh, quickly uh, get into it. Uh, We'll tell you that you can uh, reach us on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Funny Man and Saturday Night Live veteran Tracy Morgan hits the stage at the River Creek March 6th. Tickets can be found online at rivercreekresort.com. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. And we're on Twitter, at Oilers Now for the show. My personal Twitter handle, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott's a big part of our show. Uh, he is available at uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. And, Brendan, you're back at the 630 Chad Studios. We're going to get to the auto, audio call here uh, in a second. You were in the building last night. And uh, you know what? It's, it's kind of, from my perspective, you watch a team sort of glue together when they got several other, you know, core pieces out. And uh, it speaks volumes to the commitment and the work ethic of the players, but also the ability of the head coach and the coaching staff to uh, deliver the message. And that coincides on a night in which Edmonton keeps the number one power play in the league off the scoreboard, seven for seven on the PK. Um, If a coach has got great special teams and his team plays hard and committed, what does that say about the coach, Brendan? Well, it says that the players believe in the message that he's delivering. And and to me, they've indicated exactly that. Even before this slew of injuries, it looked to me like they were really buying in to what Ken, or uh, pardon me, what Dave Tippett was saying there behind the bench. And that continues. And I think you're right. This is going to fortify all the other parts of their game moving forward. So when they're back healthy, this could be a real seriously, uh, you know, competitive team. All right. Uh, we are going to make an adjustment on the fly here. We're just going to get uh, Andre Bryn, who... Uh, is the uh, head communications guy for the uh, Edmonton Oilers on a day-by-day basis. Well, actually, yeah, that'll work for you, Ken. Uh, Ken Holland is here early, so uh, we'll get to the Oilers now. Audio Vault in a second and get a, a recap of the highlights in about eight to ten minutes time. Uh, Ken Holland has been kind enough to join us here in our broadcast location. There's heat in here today, Ken. So yeah, it's nice in here. Uh, now, you were... Uh, you got that big winter coat on, though. Yeah, well, uh, I need it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and, and speaking of heat, you were dealing with uh, the, the questions and the availability. It's It all comes with the territory of your role at this time of the season, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. No, it's... Well, certainly it's, uh, it's an exciting time of the year. Um... When your you know when your team is uh, competing, which which our team is doing. When you look at the standings, and you know you got a chance to to if you play well the last 20 games, you can play your way in, and then once you get into a playoff series, anything uh, anything can happen. So uh, certainly, you know, the last three years in Detroit, I was a seller at this time, and it was wasn't an exciting time. Certainly, it wasn't a time that in Detroit I knew you had to sell and get some get some futures. But certainly, I'm excited uh, about the way our team has played, and uh, it's it's. We'll see here over the next four days what what happens regarding the trade deadline. One of your first orders of business was hiring a head coach, and you talked about the importance 
of having an experienced veteran coach. 21-point turnaround in Dallas when he went in there. 28-point turnaround in Arizona. Your team has got the number one ranked power play in the NHL. They had a good power play last year, but number one in the entire league. The number two ranked PK in the league. The penalty kill over the four previous years was the worst penalty killing in the NHL. You got six guys out of the lineup, and you're 3-1-1 one, and one without the world's best player playing. So you targeted a specific coach. Was that an underrated acquisition for you? Uh, you know, maybe in the eyes of the public, maybe they didn't realize, you know, the importance of coaching, maybe just the ex- importance of experience as well to sort of handle some some of the challenges that are maybe unique to an Edmonton Well, market. you know, certainly uh, as a general manager, probably your most important hire is who you dis- who you pick as a coach. Because um, that's the, the person, obviously, that's going to be in the locker room on an everyday basis, and he's going to be leading 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 your team so uh you know coming here i'm a big i'm a big, I, I believe in experience and and i i, I you know i th- maybe to a fault maybe if you want to criticize the, the players play a little bit too long in the american league but i i think they don't get hurt by being too long in the american league they can get hurt if they get up too soon and i think it's him you know i come to edmonton certainly it's a hockey craze market we got to you know um you know Connor, one of the greatest players in the world. It, it was 22 years old when I took over, and you got Leon and other really good players. And I just felt that coming to a Canadian market, it was you needed somebody that had been in the seat before. And I also think if you've been in the seat before, you know I can you know I I can tell you decisions that I made in my first and second year as a manager that I probably wouldn't make today. It sounded great at the time. You know, I traded the Mike Vernon, who was a Conn Smythe Trophy winner. I don't think I'd ever do that today. Right. I'd just keep him and Chris Osgood. I wouldn't trade him for two second-round picks. So the experience of being in the, in the saddle, and, 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 and that's what Dave Tippett brings. He was with twelve or 1,300 games, uh, did a great job in, in Dallas. Then he went to Phoenix. We talked about yeah. the job he did in Phoenix. And, you know, I talked to some former players of his. I talked to, uh, you know, I talked to Doug Armstrong, who'd worked with him in Dallas. Doug is a really good friend of mine. And ultimately, through the interview process, I just felt that uh, he was the right guy. You never, you know, but getting to work with Dave on an everyday basis and seeing what he's done with our team, his ability to communicate, his uh, he, the structure, um, they understand the parameters of where they, they, they you know, they, if they get outside the parameters that they're going to be, uh, you know, brought to task. Um, the, the plan, the job that, the, the work, you know, the assistant coaches, right. you know, J- Jim Playfair on the, uh, on the, on the defensive side and the PK. So he's put together a great staff and certainly uh, Dave Tippett and the coaches have had a big, 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 big impact as to where we are today. Injuries have played a factor here. I know you did the media availability. Just a quick update for the fans that are texting the show right now and are actually Fine Floors text line. Connor McDavid specific, and he's probably the closest guy to coming back at this stage. Of well, the he six- skated a little bit by himself this morning. I think he's out there now. I think he felt good enough. Uh, I think he's back out on the ice. I'm told he was going to go out on the ice today, and and I, I think he's out there, uh, Bob. It's I a long he, ways away, isn't it, without yeah, the numbers on the yeah, back of the jersey? Yeah, without numbers, but I believe he's... Well, uh, I think we just have to look for the fast guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think he's. I think he, he skated on his own this morning. He felt great. Uh, just before I did the media availability, uh, uh, Coach Tippett told me that uh, he was going to go back out there for a little bit. So I, I think he went... So Connor's doing good. He's and he's going to go good. on the trip? He's, he's going on the plane. Uh, he's going to... Uh, 
I think he might even practice with us tomorrow morning because uh, Saturday morning and, right. then, and then fly. So he's doing good. He's uh, at, 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 at least he's he's right on schedule. He's right on schedule, and then he's going on the trip. He'll be in California, and then we'll you know as he starts to practice, we'll 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 see where he's at. So uh, all's good. All, all on the Connor front, all news is good news. All right. Um, uh, Clef Bomb um, did skate this morning. Yeah, and I think he's going to skate. You know, obviously it's a shoulder injury, right. so so he wants to uh, skate to keep his keep his legs. Yeah. I would say to you, you know, the timeline that we laid out was two to three weeks, based upon we sent him to a doctor in uh, in Cleveland, uh, based upon everything that we've heard. The, nothing's changed with the timeline. I would say to you, he's not playing in the month of February. Okay. And then sometime in early March, we would expect to see okay. uh, Clef back in the lineup. Uh, Neil, Neil is is healing very slowly. Uh, I think he's frustrated, uh, but 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 uh, he went to see, he got the second opinion, and and basically he needs to give it some time, probably two to three weeks. Nygaard's going to have the pin and his finger taken out while we're in California, and then he can. I would say to he's probably two to three weeks away from playing. Um, obviously, Cassian's got four more games in his suspension. Chris Russell. Uh, Chris Russell. No timeline. Concussion. Those are tricky, especially he, today. Yeah, uh, no, no, no timeline. I th- think he's he's skated this morning. Skating, he's skating a little bit, but no timeline. All right. So that's the injury front. Uh, we do have, uh, and I know you briefly addressed sort of the the team doesn't have a lot of cap space. Yeah. I know, as you know, you said uh, the team will sort of dis- make my decision for me in terms of their performance. Well, Edmonton's 12-4-3, Ken, in the last 19 games. You're in first place in the Pacific Division. Um, I know you'd like to pitch in as a manager and help out this group, wouldn't you? I would. Yes, I would, Bob. Yes, I would. Um, so we'll see over the next four right. days. I, you know, I think you know the other thing that's factored in is some of these players have got an opportunity. They've played pretty good. Are you surprised? Because there might have been a couple people when you took the job that might have said to you, there might actually be more pe- than some people think here uh, with some of the Well, I think you were one of them. Uh, you know, you and I talked early on, and, you you know, so certainly, you know, you go into last night, Caleb Jones plays 18 minutes. Yep. And, and, and in the top four, I mean, Boston's, I think they're first overall. Or they're they're, one they're of pretty the, good. They, they, they were pretty, it was almost a full lineup. So it's a, they're a good team. I mean, what have they lost? One game in their last 10 or something? Yeah. So they're coming in here. They had seven power plays. Lagason's on the ice for four minutes and 50 seconds on the penalty kill. We killed seven out of seven on the, on the, I, I thought the first, period, you know, we had a shot 10-2, we had nothing going. I thought the last two periods it was a tremendous hockey game. Both teams had chances. Both goalies were good. Uh, both goal teams had chances on the power play, but I thought it was a really, we competed every inch for the last 40 minutes. We competed every inch. So, so you know, as, 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 as we've gone on here, as we've gone on here, some of the players that we signed in the summer, some have worked their way to Bakersfield, some have worked their way that they're in the lineup every night and they're helping us win. Some of those young players that, that I didn't know a lot about, certainly knew of them, but you know, you come to camp. Yamo can't really play in training camp because right. he got the sore wrist and didn't play any preseason games. Goes down, and you know, you look at the the impact of Yamo, and then I didn't even, re- you know, William Lagason. He came to camp, and 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 uh, you know, there, when we bought out Sekra in the summertime, it really was to create some cap space to sign some people. It was also to create an opportunity for some, you know, talking to the people. There was lots of young defensemen. There was yep. Caleb Jones, and there was Bouchard, and there was Lagason, and there was Bear, and and and, and I, missed, I think there was five of them, and certainly Bear won the spot. And then, and then game one, 
um, Larson got Larson hurt. went and then Lagason came up and you know I didn't really get to, I went down to I went down to Bakersfield I didn't really get to see Lagason and then two weeks ago I, I saw two games Bakersfield and Tucson and, and Lagason played he played 28 minutes I think the, the second night him was, and Benning played together they played right? together they played excellent and then you know he goes in last night so some of these players you're just you know as a coaching staff and the management we're just starting to get to know so I think based upon some of the players that we've signed you know you talk about you know you know Sheehan and Archibald and Haas is in there every night and and then you talk about Yamamoto and, and Caleb Jones and and, uh, and 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 Lagason I don't want to miss well all of a sudden we're probably a little bit deeper today than maybe we would have thought um three four months ago so at the end of the day is now I'm bringing it to the trade deadline bringing right. it to the trade deadline we're probably a little bit deeper than we had thought you know one of the things that you look for is depth now can we find a player that could make us a little bit a little bit better and at what price I, I think I told the media down there I'm not trading a first round pick in a rental Okay. Uh, I don't care what the rental is. I'm not trading. I'm trying to. We're trying to build something right. here. Right, a program. And, you said. Yeah, I'm trying to build. We're trying to build something, and and uh, looking at the bigger picture. And but certainly understand on the shorter picture here. What's the shorter picture? 1920. When I took the job on May the sixth, I said my hope was on May when the calendar turned to May the first. Excuse me, March the first, that we would be in a in a in a in a in a competing legitimately in, in the standings, competing for a playoff spot. And our guys have done that. So um, certainly, would I like to do something? Would I like to pitch in now and do a little something to 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 help the team get a little bit deeper, a little bit better between now and Monday? Yes, I would like to. I'll be a little disappointed in myself if I'm not able to do it. Um, but at the same time, you know, I want to. When you look, you know, when you look at the impact. That, that Yamamoto's had and you look at the impact that Bears had and, and now you look at the impact that Caleb Jones has it's easy to start wheeling young players out for short term fixes but at the end of the day if you're going to have a good program you know I certainly look you know the Boston Bruins are here last night Bob they're one of the best programs in the league and it's it's a lot of stability you know it's 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 they're not it's 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 now at the end of the day do they spend if they spent you know they, they acquired rick nash at the deadline two years ago you got to figure it when's the time that i'm gonna i'm gonna spend some real assets and try right. to do a big a big splurge and that's what i have to de- de- determine between now and monday or is it just something little to try to give us a little more depth and kind of because because some of the young players are headed in the right direction one more one more final question for you uh by the way boston missed on a couple first round picks at least to this stage but they had support picks that helped supplement the roster yeah. Well, you're enough. always going to miss. And, you're, you're, and you're, it's, it's you're an always, inact science. We're, we're trying to predict 18-year-olds' futures. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's Just look at the guiding record book from the 12 draft, the 13 draft, the 14 draft, the 15 draft. It's not an exact science and never will be. Okay. The, and the final question is that the work is never done. Uh, there's no agreements in place with some leagues internationally. You you got some good players out of Europe. You re-signed yep. Nygaard. The work's never done, is it? You've yeah, got Haas, people. You know, Haas is, 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 so yeah. So so to answer your question, I think you you, you, you know uh, Archie Henderson spent a lot of time in Europe. Yep. I've been over to Europe a couple of times. You know, there's some European free agents that are going to sign with some teams. They can't do any of that signing now. They're going to make their decision in May. First off, you got to get a, an agreement in place. Right. Uh, the NHL has got a great agreement in place. And then the, the other agreement was uh, it's around the World Championships, and you got to wait till after the World Championships. But certainly you go out and you talk to those players, and we've done that. I've talked to. So you are fishing I've there. I've talked right? to, you know, obviously we, we own a player over in Europe, Slepyshev, who was yep. the KHL Player of the Month in the month of. Uh, January, I right. think, and uh, I, I, I met with, uh, I was over at the World, uh, I was over at the, um, 
I call them the Russia games or the Izvesti. I'm not right. even sure what it's called now. The, the tournament in Russia right before Christmas, the Swedes, the Czechs, the Finns, and the and the and the Russian men's national teams. And I I met with um, five or six players. Dan Milstein had some players. Slepyshev was one of the players. Right. I had obviously the, the Edmonton Oilers on his right. So uh, so certainly there's a possibility that uh, you may you fish might, in those might, waters. Might again. Fish in those waters again. You know you know we signed obviously Nygaard. Haas is in the lineup on an every night basis, and uh, um, we got to make some decisions on some of these players do we do we resign them or do we uh, do we do we kind of do the same things but but certainly um, uh, uh, I'm happy I'm, I'm happy where we're at uh, 60 games in and uh, lots of work to do not only for this year but obviously for the summertime and building building forward but uh, um, thrilled with, with with some of the young players that that, that were here can we appreciate your time uh, just keep the headset on for 15 seconds. Okay. Andre, thank you for bringing Ken up and not getting upset that we kept Ken for an extra three minutes. Uh, we'll throw out the break. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.